In a world fraught with fantasy football, three middle-aged idiots united by fate, filled to their tits in hot dogs and hard seltzers, somewhere between golfing for draft spots and jacking dicks, courage and not courage, between Maine and California, there lies the Bitch Pudding Fantasy Football League. Do not come. Do not come. I'm going to come. Hello, everybody, and welcome back. This is another edition of the Hot Dogs of the Turn podcast. I am Hot Take Chris. I am joined here tonight by good pal, Mr. John King himself. And uh, we don't know where Brooks is. He is fucking, he is MIA right now. Uh, maybe he's going to decide to show up, or maybe not. We're not entirely sure. Um, <laughs> we are, uh, we are coming really, we're really coming, Really coming. We're really coming hard. We're really coming down to it this, uh, this season, gentlemen. Um, we're coming down to playoff season, playoff decision time. And uh, we have a special segment for you this week that is called Playoff Possibilities for Regular Season Matchups, brought to you by Charlie from It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, trying to solve a murder via tax and strings on a wall. Um, <laughs> it's just, just so many fucking possibilities for the way this, uh, this season's shaken out. And I mean, that's super fun to me um, to, to just leave this many possibilities on the table. So, um, I think we just wanted to start out this week by uh, just talking about what uh, what kind of possibilities are out there. And, um, I mean, it says a lot to say that there are five teams that are currently tied for the last playoff spot by record. Um, so, five teams at seven and six right now. And that would be uh, Brendan, Mike, Brett, and uh, both of the Collins. I mean, we'll talk about it a little bit more here in a second, but... Uh, a lot of these teams are playing each other, so that makes it even more interesting. Oh yeah, super tight. Like we couldn't ask for any better uh, matchups right now for for the way that this is going to go. Um, like as of right now, like you were saying, only only you and I have uh, have have a lock on playoff spots right now. Right. And uh, it's it's just up to the fantasy gods at this point whether uh, you know some people get in or not. Yeah, and, and then on the other side, um, there are a couple guys at six and seven who, um, you know, I feel like probably had a legitimate shot at, at being in it um, a couple weeks ago. Like, what do we got? Um, we got Travis, and then Shane's on a good run right now. Um, but Travis was in the mix just a week or two ago. Um, and, I like, you know, for both of those guys, I really don't feel like you know, if this wasn't the literally the last week of the regular season, I wouldn't feel like those guys are out of it. Um, nine weeks ago, Scott was in it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Scott had a good start, actually. Yeah, he, he which is he, which is really hard to swallow at this point. But uh, that's <laughs> oh, true. No. Scott didn't have a good start. He's on a nine uh, nine loss streak, um, and he has one win. And we're going into week fourteen. So, well, yeah. Unless he won his first week, then then there's no not much of a yeah. chance that he. I was thinking he had two wins, but you're right; he only has one. I forgot. <laughs> yeah, 
Whoops. I must have been thinking of Jesse. So this is, like I said, this is a fucking, this is a whole thing. It's a, it, it's a little hard to, to, to keep track of. And I, I asked, I asked John to kind of like double check my work um, because it's, it's a lot. But first I want to take a look at uh, Brett versus Colin. So we get a six versus seven matchup. That's perfect. That's fucking fantastic. A six versus seven going into the last week of the regular season. You couldn't ask for anything better than that. Um, so what needs to happen here for Brett to make the playoffs is that, uh, well, obviously if he wins, he's all set. Uh, if Brett wins, he's got a pretty solid point total. Um, if he happens to take down a win, he's, he's guaranteed a playoff spot. Uh, he can also afford to take a loss and John, please feel free to jump in. If I say anything that's fucking dumb or, you know, straight up incorrect here. But um, he can't afford a loss with a Mike victory, if that makes any sense. So, so. Uh, no. So it's not just a Mike victory. It has to be a a uh, a Mike and Brendan, because so, right. Okay. So like if Mike. So actually, I'm sorry. That's that's completely incorrect. If okay. Brendan and Mike win, mm-hmm. then he stays in six because he has enough points to stay into sixth place. Right. Right. But if a uh, Mike or a Brendan loss, right. that will put them out of the position, and Brett has to make sure that he gets into that fifth or fourth slot because he's going to lose uh, to points in sixth place to Brendan or Mike. Right. Yeah, that's where it gets really interesting is is where guys lower than them actually need the guys ahead of them to win. Uh <laughs> in order to secure their spot. It's really fucking weird. Yeah, that um, exact example would be um, if Brendan loses and both the Collins win, then both the Collins are in, and uh, I think then it has to do with who has more points, either Brendan or Mike, and I think Mike. it's a 17-point difference between the it two. It is, yeah. Um. In the in the Brett Colin matchup, I I noted that uh, Colin would need a win along with a victory from Mike, and he would need to outscore Brett by ninety three points. So that's that's a tough one. So you're telling me there's a chance? We got uh, Mike at number five versus Colin Garrett uh, number eight. Um, Mike obviously again locks in his playoff spot with a victory uh, as well. He can't afford to lose as long as Brett doesn't also lose and somehow outscore him by 48. So Brett would have to <laughs> Brett would have to lose as well as Mike losing and outscore uh, Mike by 48 points. So that's a pretty that's a kind of a weird scenario, but I guess yeah. technically uh, it's possible. I got Colin Colin Walter. He can get in if. Uh, just both the Collins win. I believe that's that's a pretty easy one for too. Colin Walter. Okay, yeah, yeah, yep. Um, yeah. So yeah, and that, actually, yes, that's that's another piece to this this uh, Mike Colin Garrett matchup is uh, that Colin Colin Garrett would need a win, a win and a loss by Mike and Colin Walter. Okay, all right. Um, and then Brendan, Brendan's kind of in a unique situation. So Brendan at number four, uh, is facing number 11, all jizz Beth. 
Um, <laughs> and uh, Brendan's in a good spot because of his point total, but um, he's locked in with a win as well. He can uh, lose and still stay in the playoffs, but he needs a oh. loss by oh. Mike as well. Um, do we have needs... a do we oh. have a Stalin appearance? We got a fucking oh okay. Somebody decided to show up. Okay. Hey, shithead! Oh, he muted himself. Oh, no, I wish no, that he was me. That more. That was me. Oh, sorry. you muted him. I muted him. <laughs> Perfect. Hold on. Ah, I'm sorry. I interrupted you. What were you uh, finishing off with? Oh no, I don't know. You're talking about Brendan. Oh, Brooks, I need you. I need you to leave and come back. I think I can't. I think I can't unmute you. <laughs> I was trying to hit your echo cancellation and it didn't work. <laughs> Alright, I'm just going to keep on doing what I was doing. Um, he'll, he'll figure it out. Probably not, but... <laughs> so obviously a win locks Brennan in, but uh, he also can lose. Um, he needs a... Uh... Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. A loss by Mike as well, in which case Mike outscores Brendan by 18 points, would spell him. So, if Ooh. if he loses and Mike also loses, but Mike outscores him by 18, uh, then then Mike would take the playoff spot over Brendan. So, it's pretty fucky. Uh, there is also, like, a really weird scenario where Brooks uh, somehow doesn't make it, but it would require um, it would require <laughs> John to lose and Brooks to lose and also be outscored by like 200 points so I'm not sure that's a real possibility so you're telling me there's a chance <laughs> yes correct Mr. Samsonite <laughs> Swammy Swami Samson <laughs> I was way off like is he is Brooks even here like what's even happening no he's oh, out he's again not. he's gone okay all right, well, that's easy enough. Um, we got uh, the week. Is he Sorry. here even when he is here? Not really. No, not yeah. really. I, I think he just, like, pretends that he's the only person, and he'll just keep talking, and it doesn't matter Brooks, what you say. Brooks runs his life as if he's the main character. Oh, he's 100% the main character, yeah. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's a... That's a John King classic right there, and uh, I, I like it a lot. Everybody's no, their own main character. It's a, it's a Reddit, uh, it's a subreddit thread, actually. Oh, yeah, not much for Reddit. It's, it's, it's people running around thinking that they're the main character in yep. everybody else's fucking life, and it's just like, basically like Karens and, and people like crossing the street and just not caring if somebody's gonna like hit him, because they just assume that nobody's gonna hit him. Yep. Uh, I guess we'll go back to the regular, regularly scheduled programming. I told yeah, you I was going to be shit-faced by the end of this, John. But I digest. But I digest. This week's weekly recaps are brought to you by the Garden of Eden, um, which is not to be confused with the greatest gay club in the world. This is a club where uh, straight men, I repeat, straight men, uh, walk around. Oh, hold on. Sure. Nobody said they had to be straight. Oh, well, okay. All right. I mean, the bartender is a woman who flashes okay. her vagina. Okay. 
So, uh, yeah, I mean, okay. All right, so it's not, like, strict rules or anything like that, but um, we we have a, 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 cl- a bar with men of various orientations. Well, like, so it's a bar for anybody, and the clothing okay. is optional. Okay. But it was so, mostly dudes shirt-cocking it. But, but it's mostly just old dudes with their dicks out. Okay, all right, cool. And you didn't pull them to ask their sexual orientation? No, absolutely not. That's neither here nor there. All right, cool. All right, so Garden of Eden um, brings you this week's uh, weekly recaps. We're looking at uh, Dale Hartburn Jr., um, third place versus Dirt McGirt Travis in eighth place. Uh, This was uh, an extremely exciting matchup to watch that really went straight down to the wire uh, Brooks ultimately takes the win, one forty point. I don't ever do this. One forty point two seven to one thirty nine nine eight, and the reason I did that obviously is because it was so fucking close. Um, it was a really fun one to just kind of observe from afar. Uh, DJ Reed really shut down Justin Jefferson uh, for Brooks's team. He only allowed him to score nineteen fantasy points. Good job, buddy. Um, <laughs> aside from. <laughs> Aside from P. Ryan and a massive performance out of the Dallas defense, everyone on Brooks' team actually missed their projections. I think Dallas had 20, 20 points. Um, so that's huge out of a defense. And, yeah, I mean, for, uh, you know, just looking at what Brooks' team has done thus far this year, uh, week over week, uh, 140 looks actually kind of disappointing, to be honest. Um, so, you know, shit went wrong when uh, he only scored 140. Uh, for Travis, everything that possibly could have gone right for him did and uh, Tom Brady's fourth quarter comeback drive nearly put him over the top um, astonishingly astonishingly eh, astonishingly enough if Travis had played Matt Collins over Amari Cooper he would have actually taken the victory and that would have changed the playoff landscape quite a bit but uh, you know such is life only a retarded suicide victim would have made that that call so um, you didn't do anything wrong Travis it's uh, you made the right move and it just didn't work out um, with that, Brooks remains in third with a chance at earning a bye, and old Jellybean Knees himself slides to ninth, uh, likely on the outside looking in. And by likely, I mean definitely. Yeah, so like that's actually a good point that I didn't look at. It would have been from third to ninth would have all been seven and six. Yep. Yeah, that would have been a huge fucking mess. That's crazy. Huge fucking mess. I mean, you know, to the point where we talked about it a little bit where, you know, there's some crazy fucking astronomical possibility that Brooks doesn't uh, make the playoffs. But that becomes a little bit um, more possible if this matchup goes the other way by, what, a quarter of a point? Yeah. uh, Yeah, basically a quarter of a point. Enough, yeah. 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 or, you know, at least at least Brooks is kind of sweating um, because he's, you know, he has to slide in at sixth. Just on yeah. just on sheer points. Um, so, yeah, I mean, that was uh, we were kind of texting as a group at that point. So I think we were kind of all a little bit aware of what was going on. But, uh, yeah, it was that was a fun matchup. And either way, either way, it was good. Um I, I kind of wish I kind of wish Brooks had lost just because it would would have made it a little bit more entertaining. Oh yeah, um, 
we got uh, Sam's leggings, Mr. Brandon at four versus uh, Mike at number six, fantasy football team. This was a, a another one that was cool to watch. It was a real heartbreaker of a loss for Brendan. Um, it was projected to be a lot closer than what it actually ended up to be. And uh, Mike's steamroller of a team um, just keeps on keeps on running with its momentum, and uh, Mike takes this one down 155 to 124. Uh, Brennan suffered from underperformances by Eckler, Kamara, Kittle, and Pittman, despite a monstrous game out of Jalen Hurts. Uh, just guy just continues to do that. And then uh, Mike takes down his third straight victory despite a dog shit performance out of Travis Kelsey. As Christian Watson keeps up his momentum, kind of as I predicted, um, another sharp performance out of Geno Smith, A.J. Brown, and even the Husk formerly known as David Montgomery, all en route to a all en route to brutally fucking Sam Zebra print leggings to death. Um, Brendan takes his second straight loss, but remains in fourth and uh, without a huge threat of falling out of the playoffs due to his uh, point scored total. Mike legitimizes his late season run and puts himself in a good spot to hang on uh, to a playoff position as well. And since Fuckface McGee decided not to show up tonight, uh, I guess I'll fill in for him as well. We had our our, uh, dearest own... Rule 34, uh, John, um, who at the time was at first, versus um, Shane in uh, 10th, Mr. E.C. Lobwedge. That uh, turned out to be a 138 to 150, I guess. I don't know. I guess I'll say it's a 138 to 150 loss. So Shane takes this one down. Shane established himself as the spoiler. Uh, It's a great performance. It's out of Garrett Wilson, A.J. Dillon, and Brooks' favorite, Zonovan Knight. Along with solid performances out of CeeDee Lamb and Dak Prescott, uh, John somehow couldn't edge out a win, uh, even with a 36-burger out of Joe Burrow and a 30-spot out of the Cleveland defense. By the way, is that the biggest defensive performance of the uh, of the year? Um, I think it might be, yeah. I started them in uh, all three of my fantasy uh, football leagues. I, I had a feeling of my bones. Nice. That fucking worked out real well. Yeah, almost as good as Brooks coming in and eating chips in the background. Oh, is that what he's doing? Is he here? Yes. Oh, fucking, yeah, real nice of you to join us. So now I guess I understand why I accidentally muted you before. It was just like I just knew this was going to (laughs) happen. He's just doing it anyway. He doesn't give a shit. Can, Can you at least respond to us? Oh, God, I hope he can't hear us. Uh, <laughs> That's a fuck face. Um, the zero out of Sutton was also not helpful for John, and uh, Jacoby Myers also guzzles cum, so I, I don't really know what else to say about that. I'm doing a like, podcast. It's pretty hard to... We're, we're going to talk about a bunch of teenagers that play sports. And all the statistics that they do, and why I sit around all Sunday and watch it on TV. I'm 100% leaving this in, by the way. <laughs> They're not even old enough to rent a car, but. Brooks! What are you talking over there? My understanding what the fuck you're talking about. I... Are you fucking kidding me? I hope his mic's on and he can't hear us. That would be the best thing. 
Yep. We want to keep going just as he fucking talks in the background. Yeah, please. John, what do you got? <laughs> so, yeah, you forgot to mention that uh, I, I absolutely um, was a toss-up between Evan Ingram and uh, Cortland Sutton. And that right there would have uh, got the win for me. Oh, but right. I'm a big fucking retard, and I didn't yeah. do it. Yeah, I did. I went, I did forget to I went safe. Yeah, I you went did? safe. And you, you went real yeah, safe, huh? Cortland Sutton uh, hasn't yeah. really had, like, I don't know, a zero. A zero. And yeah. uh, there there it was. And um, he's coming off three really okay cool. weeks with Ingram coming off three eh, kind of weeks. But it felt like... He had a better ceiling, and I just went for this significantly better floor. And I don't know, maybe that's why I'm stupid because it didn't end up working working out at all. Um, but yeah, I got um, sorry, I got a uh, Scott who was in twelfth going up against a Brett uh, shirt cocking it, going up against eleven uh, who who was seventh at the time, and uh, I think it was some sort of vindication for uh, Ariza who actually got uh, let go on the gangbanging charges because uh, he had no... Th- there was no evidence to actually uh, prove the claims that uh, she got gangbanged by this dude. So, I don't know. Uh, moral <laughs> victory for Scott. You want to see my best friend at CrossFit? Uh, so, the matchup... It... Jeez. <laughs> so... So as as fucking fat face keeps shoving chips into his fat fucking hole. We've been in the uh, studio this morning. One of the activists, Mr. Should I call you Mr. Pepe Julian Onzima. Thank you for coming in. Good morning. I can't tell if this is intentional or not, but I like it either way. You are gay. (laughs) Jesus. So, uh, Scott, with his uh, sexual deviancy, he went ahead and started Deshaun Watson, who sucked really bad. Um, DJ, uh, yeah, DJ Metcalf uh, had a great game, and uh, everybody else kind of just had like you know okay games. Um, Pickens kind (laughs) of holy shit. Pickens Pickens had a bad game, uh, but really like. Overall, uh, losing almost um, 20 points due to starting uh, Watson and uh, losing almost, uh, you know, 15 points because he was starting Henry and uh, and Henry just kind of like put up a dud. And, and that was a pretty big difference maker because Brett's team actually, he didn't meet projections either, but everybody just had solid weeks. Um, Tony Pollard made up for Kenneth Walker's shit game. <laughs> I'm 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 calling or texting him. I can't deal with this. <laughs> Turn off your no. mic, you fat fuck. Oh, he can 100% hear you. Brooks. So <laughs> It usually is um, on Wednesdays until you. I'm sorry. No, we are talking. You are eating chips. Um, so, 
Like, this ruins my whole vibe right now. Uh, Scott, he gets his uh, ninth gay loss uh, of the year. And I call it a gay loss because it wasn't uh, instead of a straight loss, uh, you know, because he's gay. And that's that was funny to me when I wrote this. But with Brooks eating chips in the background, I feel like it lost a little bit of its punch. So thanks, Brooks. Uh, let's see. Then we're going into Chris uh, versus All Jizz Beth. It was a, a 170 to 113. Um, real nail biter of a game. Chris managed to just kind of squeak out uh, by the slimmest of margins on this one. Uh, <laughs> Chris could have squeezed out a couple more points if he would have started Slayton instead of Jefferson. But, you know, who really cares? He uh, he had St. Brown, who had just an absolute bonkers game. Uh, 11 catches, 114 yards, and two touchdowns. He had uh, Jacobs and Lockett and St. Brown, who uh, combined almost for 400 yards of offense between the three of them. And uh, those three combined uh, got up 96.15 points. Um, Jamal Williams did his thing uh, that, that really just pisses Brooks off, which is just existing and playing football. So uh, good job, Jamal Williams. And then you had Jess, who uh, got hit with a bad injury from Lamar Jackson, um, which didn't help his cause, but it really wouldn't have mattered a ton anyways. Um, not sure why he started hasty. Um, maybe he's a friend, and we just didn't know it, and he wanted to like send out a, a cool picture saying, like, hey, I started you this week. Uh, other than that, it really didn't make a, make a whole lot of sense because – he would have had to think that ETN wasn't going to play, right? Yeah, now Brooks knows that. Yeah, yeah I heard the snicker. So he's definitely, yeah. His wife got, went to bed and now he gets. He, what are you guys doing? <laughs> Welcome. What are you guys talking about? Uh, you done getting fucking uh, inquisitioned by your wife? Oh. This is gross. So. Um, uh, he had a great start from the 49ers uh, defense that was going up against a really tough Dolphins um, I totally said it wasn't going to be a good start and he made me eat my words so that was a great start at that position uh, he had great games out of Hill and McCaffrey but still just wasn't enough um, Chris's team right now is a fucking steamroller so you know uh, Jesse gets his lost streak to seventh or to seven straight losses, and Chris weasels his way into first place with his lucky uh, fourth straight victory in a row. With his lucky fucking overall point total title as well. <laughs> you didn't mind me calling you a fucking weasel. <laughs> You're only beating me I by am, one I, Josh Jacobs. I am kind of a weasel. <laughs> no. no. Uh, then we had the two Collins. Uh, it was a 136 to 120. Uh, Party Rock takes the win with a big helping hand out of his top guy, Devontae Adams, who put up 177 yards on eight catches, adding in two touchdowns. Uh, that put up 41.7 for him. Uh, everybody else on the team had a decent game, but uh, importantly, nobody had a really bad game, which hurt him. Uh, Lawrence over Rodgers looked like the right decision. Uh, nice choice, Colin. Uh, for Sleepy's team, Devontae Adams, Singletary, Chase all had decent games, but it was kind of a lackluster performance from everybody else. Um, Sleepy didn't have a Devontae Adams in order to make up for all the other, uh, you know, kind of shitty performances. 
Uh, Party Rock wins his fifth straight and has a shot at making the playoffs while Sleepy falls to seventh. Uh, after his third straight loss and is now risk into being in the loser's bracket, which nobody really would have seen uh, a handful of weeks ago. Except for me. Sure. All, all seeing, all knowing. <laughs> the, the, the ponytail provides. The, the, amount of, the amount of salt that he carries just really weighs him down. <laughs> Um, injuries, uh, Lamar Jackson, that's a pretty big injury. Um, but like Brooks usually says, nobody cares. Uh, tight ends, um, and wide receivers. Cooper Cup's still hurt. Sure is. (laughs) Um, running backs, I don't know, who cares? Uh, (laughs) Brooks, do you want to do the transsexual transactions? Uh, no. Good. Great. Well, I don't either, so. Well, Brooks picked up Gronk. Um, That's true. He let him go as well, but. Yeah, he did also drop him. Yeah, I mean, you never really know. Could come back at any, at a moment's notice. Yeah. So, you know, had to be ready. Does Jesse still have OBJ? I think he's a free agent. Probably. Does Scott still have Elijah Mitchell? No, he did drop him. He did. Yeah, uh, I think I think we might have shamed him into doing that. Well, that's a bummer. <laughs> yeah, that's a real bummer. What about the dumb cunts of the week? Uh, uh I know what John wants to say, but I have one. Okay. What manager manager dumb cunt of the week is old Jellybean knees? Yeah. Travis. Yeah. He lost by a quarter of a point. Yeah. I must, and he's. His uh, playoff hopes went right out the window with that loss. Yeah, what a retard. I can't believe he didn't start fucking Mac Hollins over Amari Cooper. Well. <laughs> Jesus. An idiot. John, uh, John, do you have anything to say about that? Well, I guess I got... Uh... Brooks and Jesse for honorable mention. Brooks, just for continuity's sake, because um, he's always a dumb cunt. Yeah. And then uh, honorable mention is Jesse for starting uh, Jermichael Hasties. Yeah. I have a tight end dumb cunt. Oh, yeah, who's that? Old uh, Ponytail's boyfriend, Tyler Conklin. <laughs> oh, Tyler Conklin, yeah, that was a bad one. Oh, my God. Every time I actually watched the game, every time he got a ball thrown to him, it conked right off his hands. Like, you couldn't give him a better ball, and it just smashed him right in the hands, and he dropped it. He probably got at least three drops that game. There is, there is something to be said about me and my infatuation with Tyler Conklin, and then there's a, a whole different level of interest in Tyler Conklin for owning him. So um, maybe we should be looking at you again for being a dumb uh, I just did it to troll you. <laughs> oh, you did? Oh, you yeah, did? Oh, you did. Okay. It's just probably because it's down between him and whether fucking moron was available. You I weren't know, interested in in retaining a buy or retaining your like overall point total title. No, you no, just no. Rather it doesn't matter. I know. I'm, I know. I'm going to win the whole thing anyway. It doesn't matter if I come in first or sixth. Uh-huh. I'm just going to win all the way to the top. Okay. So it doesn't matter. All right. Good. I don't care. Chris, like quick question for you. 
Yes. Uh, when you win, where are we going? I I don't know because I've 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 got like eight months to think about it, but I will. All right. I will come up with something. All right. Uh, <clears throat> so I'll, to, to I'll probably go something game. real hot take and just go like the most central thing for all of us. I'll do like I'll do like a map quest for every from everybody's house and I'll find the most central location because that's what hot take Chris would do. <laughs> um, <laughs> that's probably going to be my house. <laughs> probably at Brooks's my house. My house is pro- probably central to Good. everybody. So we got, uh, just to finish it off real quick, Deshaun Watson, 7.29 points. He went 12 for 2,231 yards in interception. Um, Cortland Sutton, zero points because fuck Russell Wilson. Yeah, it's pretty straightforward. Why did Jesse start Jermichael Hasty? What's he doing? Yeah, we've been talking about that for like 10 minutes. Yeah, while you were eating potato chips and telling Natalia that it's 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 tonight and not Wednesday. What? Yeah, you were trying to explain to your uh, your English as a second language wife that today is not Wednesday, and mm. that you're going to be talking about teenagers uh, who aren't even old enough to rent a car yet. Well, that's true. I mean, most of the people on our fantasy teams aren't even legally allowed to rent a car. That's a false yeah. statement. Well, Normally, I mean, they're not twenty-five. Teenage. But, yeah, they're, a lot of them are probably not eligible to rent a car. Right, but a lot of the times it's a waiver that you have to sign. Like, we have people on our company under 25 that rent vehicles all the time. So, well, let your company stupid. Let's, <laughs> let's talk about fucking people's, like, uh, rehabilitation from ACL injuries. Um, we got Rule 34 uh, versus Arise of Gangbangers. Uh, rule 34, Mr. John himself hanging out at number two currently versus Karate Scott at number 12. I don't know how else, uh, what other kind of position he would be in. Um, he's won one game this year. So uh, we got a projected 138 to 132 victory in favor of John, which is honestly just kind of embarrassing uh, to John because six points uh, in a two versus 12 matchup is not enough. Uh, I actually do like a lot of the projections for John's players here. Um, there's maybe a little bit of room to grow for Dalvin Cook, depending on the way that the game script goes. Uh, I like the usage for, from Keenan Allen lately. It seems like he's kind of warming up and, and uh, getting back into the rhythm here. Jacoby Myers could meet projections uh, because Arizona's defense is not good.com. Um, but he could also score zero because Mac Jones is tubgirl.biz. Um <laughs> Karate Scott side. I love the I love the tub girl reference. <laughs> A Karate Scott side. Uh, I'm not entirely sure whether Debo will ever meet his projections again for the rest of the season. Um, despite a good amount of targets, uh, he's not. He's only met his pro- met or exceeded his projections one time in the last eight games. Um, I mean, this is a guy who's drafted as a number one wide receiver. Um, so. Obviously, disappointment. Uh, combined with the tough matchup for Pacheco, this could be uh, a, a rough go of it. Karate Scott's um, greatest dreams were realized as his favorite punter was acquitted of being a gangbanger. Maybe his team's performance this season was God's punishment for falsely accusing an, an, an innocent man. Uh, John is going to put. He's not a gangbanger. <laughs> right. Um, it just means that it wasn't. That it was. It, all it means is that it was consensual. 
R- right. I'm just saying, like, I well, think I think maybe Karate Scott's team name maybe implied to uh, the Almighty that like it was a real thing and it was not. So um, the imagine the imaginary uh, spaghetti monster uh, decided that that Scott's team should be punished. Like, so gangbangs can be consensual. That's no. yeah. That's also true. No, I guess. they can't. Yes. No? Yeah, they absolutely no. can. No, they can't. Really? Uh, God says they can't, so we do whatever God wants. Okay. Yeah. All right. Um. Yeah. So I, I, you know, I think we're in a spot where John's going to put a merciful end to the not so uh, deviant sexual deviance donkey show season, and uh, lock up his first round bye. Scott's going to win. Disagree. Ah. Agree to disagree. Scott's going to win. <laughs> Dale Hartburn Jr. versus Easy Lob Wedge. That's um, that's Brooks versus Shane. Uh, Brooks in third, Shane in tenth. Uh, it's currently projected for a one fifty one to one thirty six victory in favor of Stephen. Don't call me Hawking Dyer, the voice of an entire generation of robots. Um, Brooks's entire team is currently listed as uh, questioning their sexuality. And I can definitely see Josh Allen uh, potentially falling short of his uh, uh, his projection. And T. Higgins' is, uh, status as the favorite target in Cincinnati has definitely come to an end because Jamar Chase looked pretty fucking good. Um, potentially a big matchup for Foreman, but Rondell Moore doesn't matter, so I, I don't know what you're doing over there. Um, Shane's on a real nice run right now. The way things shook out last week, uh, the last week or two for him, uh, were kind of unfortunate, uh, and just kind of led to him leading, uh, playing as a uh, spoiler. He's done a good job of it though. And I expect him to continue as, uh, for some reason, Yahoo can't seem to come close to projecting Garrett Wilson, uh, numbers correctly. Latavius, uh, Latavius Murray could ride uh, early success in the game um, to a good score, and then uh, a healthy Joe Mixon certainly won't hurt at all either. I think uh, Shane edges out a third straight victory, playing the ultimate spoiler and uh, leaving Brooks in a state of shitting pancakes. He uh, It doesn't actually matter, though, because Brooks can't reasonably fall out of third even with a loss. Hey, Chris. Yes? Hey Chris and your stupid ponytail. Uh-huh. What do you think about Foster Moreau? Um, I don't know. Did he just score? Right now? I think he's got a big fat zero right now. I didn't. So, did I say anything about Foster Moreau though? No, oh. no. I think you're avoiding that topic because you want Shane to win. Oh, well, I wrote this like hours ago before the game started. Unlike you, you fuckface. Well, I'm just giving you a nice little update. <laughs> hey, you know what's nice about Foster Moreau? I didn't take him in any fucking DraftKings lineups tonight. I'm sure you probably did, though. No, I didn't. I have a, I do have a DraftKings lineup going, though. It's pretty good. Oh, is it? No. Oh. All right. Thanks for asking, though. Do you Brooks. do you want to do you want to talk about the all the homework we did for you? Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, you. Friggin' lazy fox. Okay, um, Brooks, that's me. I'm going to talk about Sam's leggings. There's Brendan, my brother, who I'm related to, who's currently in fourth. He's going to play all jizzness. Jesse Keith, who's in 11th. I can't even believe Jesse's in 11th. 
it's what a crazy. fall! For, what a fall from grace! Yeah, I mean he had, I mean he had quite a run there, um, but seven losses in a row—that's that's wild. He was four and two, if you math, which I know you guys can't do, but no. I mean if you did know how to math, which I know and you don't, he was four and two at one point, and in the top six, and uh, perhaps he's given up. Who knows? Um, currently projected 125-122 in favor of Brendan. Donovan Peoples-Jones um, somehow continuously... Und- I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to read this as it was written <laughs> for me. DPJ somehow continuously undeprojected. I can see how you might do that with the dumpster fire that Watson was last week, but he's projected for a nice week, so... Question mark. Kirk, Palmer, Everett may be lined up for nice weeks and probably beats projections by a lot. I disagree with all of that. Okay. Um, bullet number three. Jesse, all jizzness. Unfortunately, looks like he's going to play Tyler Huntley. Nice matchup, but probably R.I.P., which means rest in peace. Um, Otherwise, probably looking at a lot of guys to outperform their projections, like Johnson and Edwards. Cooks, however, looks like he is not going to play, which would leave Jesse with a decision to chance playing Brooks' boyfriend, Kadarius Tony or make a waiver move. I think, and by I, I actually mean whoever wrote this, we see John King. John King wrote this. I think we see Sam's leggings really sink in the stranglehold and put Jesse to sleep right where he wants to be. I agree with that. Chris wrote that. John wrote that. Riveting shit, man. <laughs> your, uh, your, your fucking, was, your monotone voice really, really sells that. That's good. Um, well, yeah, I mean, just, I, I usually get hired a lot for audiobooks. You, you, um, it sounded like you, you were dragging your index finger along the screen as you were reading that. Yeah. That's you how we read, like Chris. You're on the verge of being B-word fat, like we can hear you breathe, and <laughs> it's like one of those. The boy bought the basketball. Like you just can't, you can't say the bees to the point because your your fat fucking face is 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 really making you struggle when you talk. Brooks, well, I am concerned uh, that you are eating so much charcuterie. <laughs> That could that could have led to my illness this week. I mean, I'm filled with I'm filled like up to my eyeballs in boogers. Like I've got cloudy vision, and I don't understand where all the boogers come from. Um, there is a an industry secret, and by industry I mean the human race. There's a secret to eliminating boogers, and that's to uh, put yourself into no no runny boogers. You know. Oh, you blow your nose like Like a normal human would do. Yeah, but I mean, like, there's so much snot coming out of my nose that there's, like, I feel so wasteful using tissues. I just go outside and I just just blow them all over the place. Mm -hmm. Um, Hands-free? 
Yeah, but I've been I've been really attempting this this trade secret, which is you send yourself into uh, crippling dehydration, and that will eliminate the boogers because um, your body has nowhere to has no liquids to produce boogers. <laughs> your body has no resources to fight the fucking problems it's trying to fight. Right, I haven't I haven't drank I haven't drank uh, liquid in about a week and a half. You just you just went and played basketball, okay. All right, and I went and play basketball to eat to continue to like try to sweat out whatever drop of of liquid was remaining in my body, and yet still here I am. I can't even talk. I sound like fucking Donald Duck over here. Uh, maybe. Um, well, I'm just gonna throw some Nyquil in my face tonight and see what happens. All right. If you don't start cares. being right. more enthusiastic, I'm gonna start opening Pokemon cards on the fucking show. I'm gonna. Oh no. Oh no. Okay. Um, you are gay. Uh, <laughs> Hurry up! I'm gonna do Colonization. it. Colonization. Sleepy Colin, who's in seventh place, versus <laughs> shirt cocking it. Brett, who's in sixth, fighting for his life. Actually, Colonization's <laughs> fighting for his life. Um, Colin, how many games has in a row has he lost? Because he keeps losing three in a row. It's a rough okay. go, yeah. Yeah, he's had a pretty rough go. Things. I think he's like. Says he's lost three, but I think he's like one in five. In I think the last it's six games. As soon as he started, he d- decided that he wanted to troll me. Is about when things started going south. Well, he went back to colonization. He realized that that the name change wasn't doing him well. I mean, he had a lot of his team like really got wrecked because Drake lost- London came out hot. Yeah. And then he started to suck. He lost your Chase. Might be back. I mean, that's enough. That's and Jamar that, Chase. That's enough, really, honestly. It's yeah. Just... Um, yeah, that's true. And then Tyler Higby was hot, and then now he's now he's not. He yeah. has a zero tonight as well. Juju sure Smith-Schuster got injured. DJ Chark got injured. Uh, and now Drake London has a new quarterback. Maybe he comes It's too little too late, though. If Colin gets Drake London back, it's going to be in the playoffs. So he's going to make the playoffs. Because um, Desmond Ritter's the the quarterback now but anyway moving on um both of these fellers need a win in order to be able to think about um making the playoffs uh the good playoffs not the shitty person playoffs (laughs) uh the playoffs that don't involve putting with a dick or wearing a skirt putting with a putter shaped like a dick putting with a putter that has a dick on the end of it um brett is looking at kirk cousins chris godwin Tony Pollard, Kansas City D, all on good matchups. Um, he also has Stefan Diggs, who's going up against a tough matchup uh, versus Sauce Gardner and DJ Reed. Division rivalry, big game, should be fun. Um, he uh, he did no, actually they didn't. None of the receivers did well against uh, against the Jets last time. Um, but this is a home game, so uh, Diggs will probably show up. Um, Justin Jefferson had the best outing against Sauce Gardner last week. Um, so maybe Stefan Diggs will show him up. We'll see. Um, his other crappy matchups are Noah Fant. Uh, nobody cares about him. And James Conner seemed to come out of the woodwork a couple of weeks ago and like start dropping 30-point games. But I'm the biggest James Conner, one of the biggest James Conner haters on the planet. He is not a good football player. He's like Jamal Williams, but at least a little bit more productive. 
Um, and he's definitely going to get injured before the playoffs. So I hope Brett has a backup plan, which I think he does because I think he picked up Keontae Ingram, who is better than James Conner. Sure. But anyway, um, Colin um, is, <laughs> isn't looking at another great week. He has the Seattle defense, DJ Chark, and Tyler Higby with great matchups. Going back to Tyler Higby, nope. got a big fat zero Hard right now. Baker Mayfield in at quarterback isn't throwing him the ball. Uh oh. Um, everyone else isn't looking great either. It's a time of year when you know the guys that are matchup proof and the guys that aren't. Nick Chubb, Jamar Chase, and Patrick Mahomes, who walks gay, are going to get their points because they are elite players. This is a. But will it be enough to help make up the projected points? Sleepy Colin is looking at to start off the week. Uh, my prediction is... My prediction is uh, Brett wins. You know, I, I, I hope he does because I want you to play your arch emphasis, Brett. Um, and also, just a real quick aside, um, this is one that's evolving right at this moment. Uh, Tyler Higby having a zero has changed this projection to a 142-126 uh, victory in favor of Brett. Uh, yeah, Colin, looking at his matchups, he's got really tough ones. Devonta <clears throat> Smith has a good matchup, though. Uh, the Giants aren't really that great versus the pass. Yeah. Um, they just slow the game down. But he's got, a, he's got an okay. He's always, like, he could either get him five points or, like, he, like last week, 25. Like, he's really good. Singletary isn't the number one back there anymore. Nick Chubb's got a always has a good matchup. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's gonna I, be a tough one for him. I I could tough, see tough, Chase tough. going for nineteen, but Mahomes for thirty one is kind of rough. The hard to hard to envision at this point. Chase is gonna have to have a ridiculous game for nineteen. Oh, for him to win. Oh, I got yeah, you. For, yeah, for Colin to win. It's yeah. going to be all on Jamar Chase and Devonta Smith. Like, I don't see... Yeah. Nick Chubb will get his, like, 18 to 20 points, like, guaranteed, because that's just, you know, that's how he rolls. But, I mean, all of his best players are on the road, and they're playing teams that like to slow it down. So, uh, I really want Colin to win, though, because I really want to beat him in the playoffs if I maintain my third-place position, but... No, you're going to have to play... You're going to have to play Brett, and uh, we're going to have to have it out once and for all. No, because John's going to lose to Scott, and I'm going to get in second place. <laughs> John, don't do it. Yeah, it's Hello. totally... It absolutely can happen, and it probably will. <clears throat> That's a spirit, John. Uh, yeah, so we got a fancy football team, Mike, who's in fifth, uh, Fine Whiskey Colin... Uh, for Fine Whiskey, Colin, who is in eighth. Uh, it's right now 139-126 when I was writing this. Uh, Mike kind of controls his own destiny. If he wins, he stays in uh, for at least fifth place. But realistically, uh, if, he's lose, if he loses, he's probably going to have the sixth place uh, to stay in the winner bracket regardless. Uh, Colin needs to win uh, this uh, while also needs a little bit of help from, from some other people in order to try to get into the playoffs. Mike has uh, Thielen Acres, who decided to actually kind of, I don't know, show up last week. Is that something that's going to continue to happen? I haven't watched the Rams game, so I don't know. Is he actually doing something, guys? Uh, yeah, he got a fumble. Oh, like he picked up a fumble or he made a fumble? 
No, he made one. He made a fumble. <laughs> I just fumbled my water bottle. Um, yeah, so great start for Akers. Uh, that may or may not bench him. Who knows? That would be kind of funny to me. Uh, but, yeah, then you got A.J. Brown, Hopkins, Harris, uh, San Francisco Jones, and Miami defense <laughs> who are all on bad matchups this week, uh, which isn't really a big deal because uh, he's going to get bid points on everyone else behind him, eh? which not a big deal because he has a big points lead on everyone else. Got it. That makes sense. Colin with nice matchups from Lawrence and Devontae Adams and Zay Jones. Um, but everybody else is on kind of like okay to shitty matchups. Um, he just really needs big weeks out of Adams and Stevenson if he uh, wants these guys to, to show up and, and play and, and give him a good chance to actually take out a win. Um, you know, Colin really needs uh, the, the win to, to cap off a good run on the end of the season. And uh, I think if he wins, it really kind of muddies the playoff waters for a bunch of other people, which would be fun. Uh, then you got Hot Take Chris going up against Russell Tyrone Jones. Uh, that is a, a person's name, and you can look it up on <laughs> who is Russell Tyrone Jones. Poor, poor Travis. <laughs> uh, currently, right now, is one forty to one hundred six. It's not. So, uh, is, uh, what is it? One forty two, one hundred five. Oh, you cunt. Uh, Chris is big dogging it right now. Um, he he wins to stay in the first place, and uh, it looks like it's a possible layup win for him. Uh, Travis has four guys on by right now. Uh, Travis is probably looking at an underwhelming game uh, that barely meets or misses his projections. Uh, he has great matchups for everybody but Knox and Cooper, uh, but he's also projected to lose by 35 points. And... Uh, I'm not sure, but I'm pretty sure that nobody has won a week that has been starting back that far on projections. Um, But, you know, we've also seen statistically that if you don't meet your projections by 30 points and another team beats theirs by 10, uh, then you you got a good chance of winning too. So uh, Chris, on the other hand, has uh, (laughs) everybody on good uh, neutral matchups except for Jacob. Uh, but he's the eighth highest scorer in fantasy football right now, so he's probably going to be good, and matchups are more or less just a formality at that point. And I already mentioned it once, but just think, Chris at one time had Cooper Cup on his team, who was a fucking force, and the whole entire offense went through him. And just think if he still had Cooper. Holy shit. That would be a pretty fucking scary uh, team. And uh, you know what? He lost him, and it really hasn't slowed him down too much anyways yeah we we talked about a guy a minute ago about a, uh somebody who lost this first round pick and uh he's now out of the playoffs and now we're talking about a person who also lost their first round pick and is in first place with the highest uh point scoring total um T fucking duh. also josh jacobs has 24 and a half points right now just so you know. Holy shit. <laughs> yeah, so my, my neutral matchup guy uh, is doing okay. Well, I, I, Jefferson said, doing? I said his neutral matchup, but he his matchup is a formality at this point. Yeah. Um, yeah, so this is something that kind of came up in, in my mind brain um, a little while ago. And it is 
the Travis Idea Hamster uh, Unnecessary Leap Change of the Week. Um, so draft weekend can happen anytime, allowing us to go anywhere in the country to hang out and play golf. Uh, this would also get us away possibly from the cold for a little bit. Um, and we can just have an actual draft some afternoon uh, at the normal time in August at someone's house, a bar, or whatever. And this makes it easier for everyone to actually show up to the live draft. It would only be an afternoon commitment. That's my idea of, like, if we just say, hey, let's go somewhere in March. And we go down to, like, Vegas or Scottsdale or we go you know somewhere where it's hot like i played a a course in alabama where they have this whole entire uh line of of golf courses called the uh the robert trent jones and uh golf trail and there's 26 golf courses throughout um alabama that are all gorgeous so like we go down to alabama and just play a handful of those or we go back you know to orlando or miami a lot of those places we don't want to go to because it's fucking August and it's going to be hot as shit. So that's that's just my pitch that um, we find some some week that works for people because we're not going to be hovering around uh, one of the um, holiday weekends like we always do and have scheduling nightmares because of uh, people going on vacations and stuff like that for summer summer break for their kids. Yeah. And, you know, maybe it's just trying to get a day off and we, we do like a three day trip somewhere else. I don't hate that. What do you think of that, Christopher? I don't hate that at all. I'm also a newcomer to this league and uh, I don't want to, I don't want to fucking ruffle any feathers or create any waves, but I like it. Oh, well, you're a cut. Yeah. I'll take Chris over here. <laughs> with, with that being said, I can see it being cool and bad and I can play devil's advocate against my own uh, idea and like a lot of people gear up for the the, the summer draft and like yeah. I know for me I was playing a shit ton of golf to stop sucking yeah. and like you really don't have that opportunity so if anything it's going to be like everybody's going to show up with whatever their golf talent is after like a couple of months of just really not playing a whole bunch. Um, then, you know, like we have the opportunity to, it's soon after the, um, after the season ends, you can get the title belt then. Um, you know, it's like, there's a lot of reasons to do it. There's a lot of reasons not to do it. Sometimes it might be a little bit more complicated where kids are in school. For some people, it might be a little less complicated. I don't know. Um, <clears throat> so, first of all, um, John, if that is your real name. Um, in a vacuum, I like this idea. Um, it makes total sense. It's rational. Um, but uh, if I'm going to make an argument for the other side, it would be the idea of the weekend and the pressure of an all-encompassing event I feel is is what the the main argument is going to be from from the rest of the league but 
I could go either way. I really don't care one way or the other. Yeah. Um, I guess it would depend on when I win or I really want to go. And I want to go somewhere, uh, the places that I'm thinking are warm places. So I would be all about this idea. Um, we'll just have to see. We'll have to pr- propose it to the to I, the masses. I can see. So, I can see that argument um, from all sides of it, and I, I think the answer is like no matter what the decision is, you have uh, a certain population that's not going to show up no matter what. So it doesn't it doesn't really matter which which configuration you choose, whether you do the you know. Whether you do the draft at one time and the the weekend at another time, or whether you do them at the same time, like somebody's not going to make it to one or the other, no matter what. Yeah. So, well, yeah. I guess you're you're making two events that people need are encouraged to attend. Yeah, you're almost, well, and it's already I, difficult enough to get so, everybody to attend one. Event. I'm just saying, like right. you've got you got multiple opportunities here, like. Right, for but, for me, the draft is the draft is more of a social event, and I don't know. The, the, I mean, the golf is a social event too, but it's just like you know a little bit, a little bit more competitive too. I don't know. So the the only argument of having two separate events is if you don't make it to the draft, you're not making it, or if you don't make it to the golf event, you're not making it to the draft. So now you can miss one but still make the other. Yep. Right. Yeah, that's that's true. Um, because it's it's significantly easier to block off a, a a little bit of an afternoon. Let's say if we have a three hour draft, um, worst case Ontario, it's a two hour drive from somebody. You're looking at maybe let's say six seven hours. You have fun. You have a drink or two. Uh, drive to and from. And like most people, it's it's not going to be a two-hour drive. It's going to be maybe an hour drive, to just depending on where we go. If we if we go in southern Maine, you know, it's going to be maybe an hour drive, a three-hour. So it's like a five-hour event. Like for somebody to be able to take off five hours, it's it shouldn't be that that big of a stress. And you should be able to make it, especially if we're just saying like, hey, Saturday afternoon. We'd like to have everybody show up and to have all 12 people or all 10 people, you know, we uh, years before, but now 12, have all 12 people show up to the draft. Like, that would be really fun. When was I, the last I time? Like the, I like it also because it's two events to hang out and do stuff. Yeah. Because, you know, yes. me being the social butterfly for the people that do show up for both <laughs> events. Um, but as the, as the commissioner of this league and the one that always ends up having to, uh, put together the draft weekend itinerary, if you will, or the schedule. Um, scheduling it end of August, early September is a fucking nightmare with everybody uh, because there's holidays, yeah. it's the end of the summer, right. people are taking, August is the biggest vacation month, then yeah. you got Labor Day, you got a lot of weddings. Right, right. but now we're just saying like, take a day. Yeah, and now we're, we're, we're completely taking away that three-day, four-day weekend. Yes. And we're asking you just to say like, hey, can we hang out Friday night? Can we hang out Saturday afternoon, Sunday yeah. afternoon, something like that? Right. Hey, how yeah. with with so much going on, how did you organize the uh, the person to steal all my shit? Fuck you. Um, that was a tough one. It actually wasn't very hard. I just found the guy immediately upon walking in and and confirming our reservation and getting our 
our condo, I was able to spot the one person that looked like he was he'd been in prison before. Well, his prison, Keith Van Horn. Um, there's no absolutely no doubt he stole your shit. Yeah. And then he did the classic prisoner um, move, which is invited me to smoke weed with him. He, yeah, yeah, yeah. He played nice with you so that you wouldn't think it was him. Yeah. He just he just made you think it was somebody else. Yeah. For all you know, it could be John. Probably. Could be John. John could have all your shit I, in his fucking basement I, right I now. I very much doubt that. He probably took all your shit and sold it for some guns think, and cigarettes. I don't think John likes Pokemon at all. <laughs> yeah, but he knows a guy that knows how to sell Pokemons. Um, alright, let's do Ellen Degenerate's uh, corner for Degenerate Gambling. I sent you a picture, Chris. You sure That did. happened to me this weekend. Oh, no! Oh, John's window got smashed out. Yep. And I know it's John's car because he's got those weird energy drinks that he drinks in the cup holder. <laughs> oh, the red lines. Yeah. Yeah, Nashville, man. They're running around looking for handguns. What uh, the but fuck, they also man? They, they stole my uh, brand new golf pants and beanie. Fuck that. Uh, that was sitting in the passenger seat. That's bonkers, dude. Fuck that. Yep. What car is that? There was. What? Well, uh, it was my. Uh, it was my rental. It was a nice big uh, Tundra. Oh, so shit. the two two biggest vehicles in a lot: my Tundra uh, with Texas plates and a lifted, uh, full extended cab um, or a full cab uh, Silverado with lifted uh, that was lifted fucking big old jacked up truck with Georgia plates. Uh, they busted my window. They busted the other guy's window, and the guy—he <laughs> was—he was from fucking Georgia. Let's just say that there was no question. And he came up to me. He's like, "Hey, man, they get anything out of your truck?" I was like, "Nah, dude. I heard they were looking for guns." He's like, "Yeah, they took both of mine." Oh, so you yeah. had guns in your truck? He's like, "Yeah, man. I had like fifteen hundred dollars." In in both of, both of those guns, I was like, "You had two fifteen hundred dollar guns." He's like, "Yeah, man." He told me the guns they were worth like maybe six hundred a piece. <laughs> Dude, you got robbed fucking twice because right. no way a Springfield Hellcat nine millimeter oh, and, no. and and an XD Springfield forty five is uh, worth fifteen hundred dollars combined. Oh no! Yikes! What? Yeah. Well, here we are. But here we are, now talking about a lesbian uh, that likes to gamble. Mm-hmm. Speaking of lesbians. For the gambles. Um, Brittany Griner. What's up with that? Good Lord. That was stupid. We're going to go down this rabbit hole, huh? No. Well, I didn't no, know that. No, Chris. Value place. Chris, value place. Please. Chris's, I'll take Chris's value place of the week. You guys, there there comes a point where everyone in the player pool gets priced down enough that I'm interested in them. And uh, Adam Thielen really shit the bed last week. And, uh, he does every week. And he, yeah, well, just look at two weeks ago. Uh, Adam Thielen shit the bed well, last week. he scored week 12 points. And is currently scored, uh, priced at $4,900. Um <laughs> Yes, there's a ceiling. Yes, there's a person named Justin Jefferson. But there is a person named Adam Thielen who used to be very good. And uh, I think 4900 is his uh, is his price that I'm willing to bite at. 
So Adam Thielen versus Detroit at uh, 4,900 is my uh, wide receiver value play of the week. And then um, I'm just not uh, I'm not absolutely enamored by any of the, the other quarterbacks enough to not be interested by Jared Goff at 5,600. Uh, and that is because I believe that his uh, matchup against Minnesota is going to result in an absolute fucking slugfest. And I'm not saying he's going to be high scorer of the week, but I think um, we probably look at Jared Goff for probably 20 points, maybe 20-ish, a little bit above, um, which is great for 5600 at quarterback because you can spend a little bit money, more money elsewhere. Um, so Jared Goff, 5600 Adam Thielen, 4900 Um You're going to be able to spend quite a bit uh, elsewhere if you if you want to target some big boys. John. Hey, what about me? What am I? Uh, no, you want to you want to talk about fucking you want to talk about Brittany Griner? So no, John's John's last. All right, John's always last. I'm first. You blew up my spot because you were angry about Brittany Griner pr- prison swap or whatever. That, that wasn't hey, me at all. Orange is orange is a new black. I have a three leg parlay. Okay. That is a guaranteed win. Okay, ready for this? You guys will probably agree with me because this is weird. All right. Bills are favored by 10 at home versus the Jets, who beat them just a couple weeks ago. That's stupid. I'm going to take the Jets plus 10. I mean, that's fucking nonsense. I do think the Bills are going to win, but it's going to be... They're not going to get blown out by 10. That's stupid. Uh, the other blown one... Blown out by 10? The, the 5-7 and seven Lions are favored by 2 against the 10-2 and two Vikings. That is stupid. That is stupid.biz. Uh, so I'm going to definitely take the Vikings there, plus two. Um, and then the last one, the Steelers are also favored by two versus the Ravens. That's also dumb. The Steelers absolutely suck balls. They're not going to win against the Ravens. Tyler Huntley actually isn't that, isn't a bad quarterback. The Steelers' defense is horrific, and so is their offense. So uh, Ty- that's it. Tyler Huntley is like if Lamar Jackson couldn't throw. Tyler Huntley is like if only Lamar Jackson could run, and that's it. Tyler Huntley played well last year in replacement, and that's in the last two years in relief of Lamar Jackson. But he had to come in versus the Broncos, who... Actually, there was an interesting stat about the Broncos the other day. The Broncos, if they just had a... They have, like, a a record-setting offensive uh, uh, points per game, like 13 points per game, which is, like, one of the lowest of all time. Yeah. Um, But they... If they had just the league average points per game, they'd be, like, 9-5 and right now. If they just had an average points per game, because their defense is how the their fuck defense... is that relevant at all? Like, hey, no, if just we just that. inflated their point total, like they'd be good. <laughs> like, what the fuck does that I, even beca- mean? Because because they're comically bad. No, it's obviously they are. Yes, yeah. they have. They have, they're comically bad on offense, um, but their defense, as it has Solid, been, yeah. while, their defense is is probably one of the best defenses in the league, especially considering right. that they're on the field constantly. And they hold teams to very, very low point totals, but their offense just 
so, sucks. So balls. so so where is so where is this argument on the other end where we're talking about Detroit versus Minnesota where we say, man, if Detroit's defense wasn't so fucking bad, they might beat Minnesota. <laughs> like what the fuck? Like no, no, the, it's just, Detroit's it's just a... offense is fucking actually very good. Like why aren't we yeah, having this conversation the other way? Um actually their defense isn't um, comically bad anymore because the Denver the entire the Denver offense in and of itself compared to the rest of the league in every year is a, a major outlier. Like no one has played that poorly on offense for I think almost ten to twelve years. Like they are so bad and it's just such a contrast to their defense being so incredible. It it's just it's just weird. It's just an anomaly. It shouldn't even happen. It's just Russell Wilson is so bad and their coach is so bad. It's just like two two storms converging it's just terrible but anyway my point was Tyler Huntley came in a game to play against the Denver Broncos defense that's a tough game to come into already playing and he just didn't play as well as he usually does he's he's actually he's going to be a free agent next year he's a highly coveted potential starting quarterback for some teams so I don't know he'll have a better week but my point is uh, the Ravens shouldn't be expected to lose that game Uh, they're far superior to the Steelers and that should be an easy 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 win for them Detroit you're right their defense has actually been playing much much better the last couple weeks um significantly better um but they still are just five and seven and the Vikings are tied for the best record in the league why are the Vikings expected to lose that game by two I mean don't you think that's a little weird I I've said this Time and time again, they will allow as many yards as uh, as you want to fucking throw for. Like right, but they still no... it doesn't matter. They're still ten and two. They still win games. Yeah, close and, games. And T- That's the thing. They won T- a lot of close Hawkinson games. Is an elite uh, tight end, according to Brooks Dyer. So in the in the landscape of tight ends in the NFL, yeah, he is elite. Well, elite is probably a bit much, but well, usually usually if you're top top. Eight or so in your position, you'd be considered like an elite player. Really? Is that your criteria for elite? Because I feel like elite's so. like top one or two. Um. Well, I mean, everybody in the NFL is, is elite in when you compare them to the general population. The yes. Yeah. Yeah. Of course. <laughs> Nobody owns Chris Woodard on their fucking fantasy team, dude. All right. Well, let's put it this way, Travis. Travis Kelsey, in his third year in the league, was not elite. In his his first year in the league, he didn't even catch a pass, Travis Kelsey. TJ Hawkinson, third year in the league, he's he's pretty fucking good. Like, he's working his way up there. He, he's going to be an elite tight end for sure. You, you just referred to him as pretty fucking good in your argument that he is right now elite. Yeah, I think he's an elite tight end. I mean, in the tight end landscape, there aren't many tight ends that can produce consistent, like, getting open, great run blockers, great route runners. Like, all right, let's say you put Travis Kelsey with, um, who's the shittiest quarterback? Like, Zach Wilson. Okay. you tra- Travis Kelsey gets traded, and he has to play for stupid Zach Wilson. And then Zach Wilson only throws to him twice a game. Does that make Travis Kelsey not elite? I feel like you're just saying elite, and you're missing that E. Nope, I'm not. You have wax in your ears. L, L double three T. No, but is Travis Kelsey still elite if he gets traded to the Jets and has to have Zach You're Wilson right, throw passes? You're right, he is passes? just saying elite. Um, 
elite. <laughs> you guys are avoiding the question. Yeah, because it's stupid. It's not stupid. Yeah. Hey, so my uh, fucking of the gambles this week we is uh, John's upset of the week. Uh, Monday Night Football Chargers money line plus 140. I think they got it. Wow, that's some really intensive research you did there. John thinks that they got it. I don't know. So, you guys hear that? You know what? John thinks that they got it. You know why normally I go last is because I think Chris spends an appropriate amount of time talking about something, and then you just carry on and on and on. So <laughs> I, I go ahead and I try to gauge how much time we probably should be spending on each segment. So I either make mine the way I want it to be, or I go a little longer or shorter based off how much fucking rambling you do. And you know what? We're we're John, we're, over, we're over our median time right now. So. Um, John did. Yes, because you wanted to argue because Brooks wanted to talk about fucking TJ Hawkinson. John did the right it. Hey, Chris, hey, Chris asked. He did. He asked about TJ Hawkinson. I don't know why. Yeah, I'm just, I don't know. I have a lot of questions about your fucking thought process because you think Jamal Williams sucks because his rushes end at four yards because that's when he crosses the fucking uh, touchdown threshold. And... <laughs> I just, I'm very confused. Your thought process confuses the fuck out of me. Ten of Jamal Williams' touchdowns are from two yards and in. Do you okay. know, Brooks, can you tell me how far he would have rushed beyond that if he had not scored a touchdown? <laughs> Barely two yards. <laughs> I'm just saying, too. No, I just listen, think it's I think it's hysterical. Like, why don't they put in DeAndre Swift? He can obviously run a yard obviously and smash he can. into the line. Obviously he well, yeah, can. He's going to smash into the line, and he's going to be fucking hurt. But, or, he's, but he's more dynamic. Let me, like, let me put just, him in the backfield, and this. then the lines are going to be like, oh, are they going to pass to him, or are they going to let him run? If you put Jamal Williams in there, they're like, oh, this guy going to run. Let me just let me just like keep him guessing. I'm going to backpedal just a little bit and just say, obviously Cam Akers could – I'm not going to say he can. I'm just going to say maybe he could, but we're not sure. His fucking uh, legs might explode at the same time. So instead, we're going to fucking send out this guy who we know can do it, and he's going to fucking do it. Um, I'm picturing you backpedaling right now, and it's not pretty. Me? Backpedaling? Physically. Oh, my God. I'm so much more agile than you, dude. I will fucking (laughs) beat you in any kind of agility contest ever. (laughs) I, I, I just think it's kind of. I just think it's co- no, no, but it is a challenge. Um, I just think it's comical that like you think I adopt these guys. Like you think I love Jamal Williams just because I hate DeAndre Swift. I do hate DeAndre Swift. I do not love Jamal Williams. You love Tyler Conklin. Do you think you can beat Tyler Conklin in an agility contest? I don't think I could beat Tyler Conklin in anything except maybe farting. I think you could probably beat him at catching a football. I bet after what I saw last week. I bet I could beat him at having a ponytail. Pokemon or something. Actually, I think he has a ponytail. He actually does. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, he's a long, yeah. long-haired fellow. So maybe he beats you at that. Jeez, you can't win at anything. Nah, I definitely Conklin. have better hair than Tyler Conklin. You sure about that? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Fuck All right. this. We're done. <laughs> Thank you. I'm going to fucking I'm going to go edit this on an airplane tomorrow so you're welcome i'm gonna eat the rest of my carrot do it loudly you weren't eating a carrot fuck you you were 
filling your face hole full of chips. I was eating a carrot. Yeah, carrot chips. Nope, it was a carrot. I'm going to send you a picture.